This is Curtis. This is Brian. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones, but you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is the 80s game. Radical. About the 80s. Tubular. It's a trivia game. Gnarly. And we know how you like the trivia games. Where's the beef? Are you just going to keep saying catchphrases from the 80s? Duh. (laughs) Bitchin'. Hey, Brian and Curtis, it is Christian from the Pleased to Meet You podcast, and I just had to call to tell you guys that you are my new favorite podcast. Uh, believe me, I, I don't know where I've been. I must be living under a rock or, or something. Actually, no, I have been living under a rock for a little while now, but uh, I should have been listening to you guys ages ago. Anywho, uh listened to about six episodes while I was uh, whipping up some warm spinach bacon salad, and uh, just died laughing throughout all six episodes and brian i'm gonna have to come up with the nicole and christina thing when i point at you at pride 48 and have you say the shade of it all because that just that was the ball buster for me anyhow keep up the great work and see you in vegas now i really want a warm bacon spinach salad you do or is it warm spinach bacon salad i I remembered there was bacon that's all i really remembered bacon really makes everything better yeah I'm kind of getting over the whole bacon craze, but... Yeah. Bacon is still tasty. I will eat bacon. Not that he really called about bacon. No, he didn't. But thanks, Christian, for the voicemail. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we always appreciate voicemails. And we're really looking forward to meeting Christian when we go to Las Vegas in, like, a few days. This uh, week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Christian is a part of the Pleased to Meet You podcast mm. at pleased, the number two, meet the letter U.com. It's like his website is a track listing on the Robin Thicke album. Yeah. <laughs> Angel. <laughs> oh, don't start that again. <laughs> uh, we were listening to Robin Thicke briefly before we started recording. We were. We were listening to uh, the, what is it called? Give it to you. Right. Because of the number two and the letter U. I'm going to complain about it because it does not have the two chains part in it. I know. I was upset with that when I bought this album and realized that two chains is not on that track because two chains is the best part of that remix of Give It To You. That's I'm- in the video. <laughs> it's in the video, but it's not on the song I, on the I album. haven't actually seen the video. Who do I write an angry letter to before that? Robin Thick, Care oh. of Canada. <laughs> What's his Twitter handle? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset with myself for liking the album. I mean, at the first time through, I'm like, this is stupid. I want to hear it again. <laughs> I like it. It's not bad. This The lyrics are it's terrible. It's catchy like um, a cold. Yeah. From Kesha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That would be hep C. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about SDIs. Yes, enough of that. Let's talk about our game. Way, or is that the 90s? Way, no way. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a gray area. Yeah. This game is about the 80s. Radical. We love the 80s. I do. I do too. 80s were good. Mm -hmm. I was a little too young to do coke back then, though. To do coke? Yeah. Or to drink new coke? No, I mean to, like, you know, go to the slopes, so to speak. Don't hog the discos (laughs) now. Yeah, that. But this game is a trivia game all about the 80s. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the board here a little bit. Why don't we? It 
looks like a rotary phone. It does. <laughs> it's weird. It's a square board, but it's got a big circle in it. Mm hmm. And then each year is represented by a little circle, sort of like Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, know. it's like a big circle made up of mini boards, mm -hmm. and each round board has, what, like six categories on it? Or five categories in a roll again? And a jump space. And a jump space. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that. So we all start in the year 1980. Yes, the logical place to start. And then basically you have to make your way through the whole decade. Oh, on your first turn, you roll the number die and move your token clockwise or counterclockwise within that year range. Oh, so you can go either way. Either way. You can go both ways if you want. Oh, okay. You will either land on a roll again space, which, of course, you roll again. Mm -hmm. You land on category space, which you answer a question in one of the five categories, events, sports, music, movies, and TV. Sports! You can also land on a jump space. Mm -hmm. What does that jump space do, Curtis? Well, if you land on the jump space, you have the opportunity to advance to the next year ring. So you'll start by rolling the category die, and if you roll the die and it says free jump, you automatically advance to the next year. What? I know, right? You don't even have to answer a question or anything. That sounds easy. Well, it's luck of the draw or roll in this case. So if you do roll the free jump, you move your token to the year's roll again space and roll the die. Because if you answer correctly, you maintain control of yes. play. Yes, and we know how much you love those types of games. If you roll one of the five categories, you must answer a question. To advance to the next year ring, you must answer the question correctly and must correctly determine if that answer occurred in the year you are located oh. within with a yes or a no. Ugh. You don't need to identify the exact year. You just have to say either, either yes or no, it happened in the year I'm in. Oh, boy. If you answer the question or the year incorrectly, you stay put in the jump space until your next turn and you roll the category die again. That sounds like that might be time consuming. Could be. The first player to reach the center of the game board via the 1989 jump space is the winner. Note, jump space rules apply on the 1989 jump space. However, players cannot win by rolling a free jump. Because that would be not good. That would be stupid. Yeah. So that's about it. Well, let's kick this pig. We have six tokens to choose from. White, blue, red, green, yellow, and purple. Okay. What would you like to be? Chris? Really? <laughs> You're asking me this? Here's the green token. Thank you. I think I will be purple. Oh, they're complimentary colors. They're Hulk colors. They are. <laughs> or Buzz Lightyear. Or Barney. <laughs> or anything else that uses purple and green. None of those have anything to do with the uh, 80s. <laughs> purple and green were around in the 80s. Were they? Joker. Oh, yeah. It could the also Joker. be Joker. Yeah. Well, why don't you roll the die and see who goes first? Oh, so we're going to do that. It didn't say how to determine who goes first, so we're just going to do okay. that. I rolled a five. Oh, I rolled a six. Nice roll. Ergo. You don't have to explain it. I go first. You go first. I'm mansplaining it to you. Oh, don't mansplain <laughs> it to me. One. I get to roll again. You do. <laughs> One. Where was this when it was determining who was going first? I don't know. I'm going to take a music question. Mike and the Mechanics release this song that contains the lyric, And if I ever catch up with you, I'm going to love you for the rest of your life. All I need is a miracle. Yes, that is correct. 
Good job. And now I get to roll again because I maintain control. You have the power. Control. (laughs) That was from the 80s. Now I'm all grown up. (laughs) And I landed on the jump. Oh, so that means you get to roll the black die that appears to be covered in Comic Sans. There's a lot of Comic Sans in this game because this part of the logo has Comic Sans in it and beveled really weirdly, too. It makes me angry. I'm not a fan. I used to see this doctor, and one time I went in, and I had labs taken, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, well, we'll mail you your results. <laughs> and when I got the letter from the doctor with my lab results in them, they were written in Comic Sans. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And this doctor was not a pediatrician. No. Like, he he was a grown folks doctor. <laughs> And I stopped seeing him after that. <laughs> I, I think I would too. One of my favorite pictures I've seen on the internet that goes against Comic Sans was somebody had put up a, a sign, posted a sign, just printed out from Word or something that's like, hey, the meeting's being held in this room at three o'clock. And then someone else taped another sign and it was written in Comic Sans. And mm-hmm. then someone else taped up another sign that said, we're a Fortune 500 company, not a lemonade stand. <laughs> People with the Comic yeah. Sans. I, I've been seeing a lot of it lately. There was a tree removal company parked at the uh, Circle K down the street. Mm-hmm. Tree removal, all in Comic Sans. Ugh. So not good. Tree removal and daycare. <laughs> Keep your kids away from the wood chipper. Oh, yay, a sports question oh, to you're gonna, jump. You're going to rock this one. <laughs> Tom Seaver wins his 300th game pitching for this Major League Baseball team. The Yankees. No. <laughs> that was like a total guess. The Chicago White Sox. Oh. So you get to stay in the 80s, in the 1980 ring. Yes, I get to stay there until I advance. So now I have control. Let's go to the jump space. Come on, anything but sports. Free jump! What? Yay! You haven't even answered a question. <laughs> jump? And I go here to the roll again space? Yes. And I get to roll again. stupid game (laughs) six bet midler hits number one with this song that contains the lyrics you were content to let me shine that's your way (laughs) uh wind beneath my wings that is correct yay the final episode of dallas broadcast in the 1980s features this actor as jr ewing what is it they want to know who played jr yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they just didn't that say that. That seems oddly specific. It's Larry Hagman, isn't it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think the reason they did that is because if you had to guess the year, it would be the year that Dallas ended. Oh. Okay. But you're right. That was a stupid That was way. confusing. Yeah, Curtis still has control of the board. I'm just <laughs> going to like sit back and do some cross-stitch here. Jump. What? So now I get to roll and see if I jump movies oh and this is where i have to guess the year this happened too right Mm-hmm. well first you oh, have no. to get the you first you get the question correct and then if it's in this year or not if it's in 1981 or not right okay movies in the newly released movie caddyshack the grandson of judge smales has this name that's a very specific question about caddyshack which I don't think I've seen since it's, the 80s. It's been a long time. I only remember the main character. I think his name was Danny. Oh, see, I only remember the gopher. <laughs> I don't Doing know. the little, it's all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, is that what it <laughs> yeah. is? Oh, <laughs> Kenny Loggins is rolling in his grave right now. Sorry. He's oh, not dead yet. I, I know. It's just a joke I like to make. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm right. 
I said Danny. No, Spalding. Spald. Oh, that's right. Danny was the main character. That means I get to go. Yay. But I don't think that happened in 1981, just for S's and G's. Okay. <laughs> you could tell me. Free jump. <gasps> Free jump. Oh, now we're in the same ring. I'm, I'm catching up to you. One ring to revoke them all. Do I want to? I want events. We okay. haven't done an events question yet. Well, let's do that. That sounds like history, though. The picture denoting the events category is a space shuttle. So, 1981 events. President Reagan appoints Antonin Scalia to this judicial position. Scalia. Scalia. <laughs> you mean Judge Scalia? Antonin Scalia. Did you read the rest of the commercial? To this judicial position. Uh, the Supreme Court. What was his position? In the Supreme Court. Oh, um... What do they call those people? Supreme Court judge. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Justice. What? Justice, judge, whatever. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's on the card. Well... You got that right. Good job. Now it's your turn. You maintain control. I do. Control. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I got a lot. Uh, I will take really? a sports question. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is it? Head- hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> Head coach Bill Cleary sends this Crimson Ivy League school to the NCAA Division I Men's Hockey Championship. Harvard. That's correct. (laughs) In your face. Okay. You've read these questions before, obviously. It's the Ivy League school with the color crimson. I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, you landed on the jump. I did. So now let's see what your category is. Music. Music. The Bangles release the song Manic Monday, which refers to kissing this person in the lyrics. You're singing it to yourself right now. I am. <laughs> just Six o'clock already, I was just in the middle of a dream. <laughs> you don't have to do the music. I was kissing Valentino uh-huh. by a crystal blue Italian That's string. That's right. Did that happen in 1981? It did not. That is also correct. <sighs> you get to jump. And it's still your turn. Yes. I'm loving this game. Oh, you love it now. You hated it five minutes ago. I'm loving it. Don't ever do that again. (laughs) Television, please. The Rainbow Bright cartoon premieres featuring Rainbow Bright and her horse, which bears this name. Sparkles. Is that your final answer? (laughs) I I don't know. I'm guessing. (laughs) Sparkles. You're on the right track. Um, Sparkly horse. No. <laughs> uh, Sid Sparkles. Glitter pony. No, it's Starlight. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that anyway. Starlight. Wasn't really a rainbow bright, bright person back then. You are now, though, right? Kind of. You're a brony. <laughs> My turn? It is your turn. Mm. Free jump. Yes. You know, you're only advancing because you're getting free jumps. I just want to point that out. Um, it's a rule in the game, so I'll take it. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Let's do music. Journey releases this song that contains the opening lyrics. It's been a mystery and still they try to see. I I can't think of what the song is. I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. Not a huge Journey fan. I don't know. Who's crying now? Oh. I don't think I know that song. Do you? I think I do, but I don't know the lyrics well enough to recognize those as the opening lyrics. Jump! Jump! Jump in! And feel me up. No, that's not the lyrics at all. What is it? I don't (laughs) know. Feel my touch. Oh, I don't know. Feel me up. (laughs) 
sports. Oh, goody. Oh, look. But I got the last sports one right. You so did. Sassy, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this Utah Jazz player leads the NBA in assists for the first of nine consecutive seasons. That's basketball. Good luck. Who's on the Jazz? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you give up? I'll say Charles Barkley, but oh wait, no, what what was that one dude's name? Uh, was he ever on the Mormon team? <laughs> um, did the Mormons own the Utah Jazz? I'm not helping you with this. Okay, yeah, let's say Charles Barkley just for shits and giggles. <clears throat> nope, it is John Stockton. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. I really hate that term, shits and giggles. I don't know why. I That's used why it. I said S's and G's earlier. Oh. Budweiser airs its first TV commercial featuring Spuds McKenzie, a dog who goes by this nickname. The party animal. I'm going to give it to you, although it is the original. The original party Party animal. animal. My brother was obsessed with Spuds McKenzie for some reason. Was he? It's a big deal back then. He was. Selling beer to children. I'm surprised he hasn't made a revival. He's probably dead now. Well, they can get a new dog. (laughs) They did that with Lassie. What? What are you talking about? Madonna has her 16th consecutive top 10 hit with this song that contains the lyrics, You Deserve the Best in Life. Express Yourself. Right. I had to sing the song to myself in my head. We're doing a lot of that today. Yep. Jump. All right. Oh, come on. Nothing but sports. I mean. (laughs) You heard it. You know, it's a sports question. No. I jinxed myself. Oh, good music. I meant anything but sports. <laughs> Name two of the three singers that start the group Bell Biv DeVoe. Ronnie Bell and Michael Bivens. Correct. Now, did they start no. the group in 1982? <laughs> no, they did not. They did not. It was 1989. <laughs> you get to advance. What? And are still in control of the board. A Nightmare on Elm Street premieres and features a scene where this actor's character dies when his body is sucked into a bed. Johnny Depp. That is correct. Yay! That was like his first movie, wasn't it? Was it was one of his first big movies. Yeah. And then he went to like 21 Jump Street. Uh, let's do television. After executive producer and star Michael Landon leaves Little House on the Prairie, the show is renamed this. They renamed that show? Apparently they did. Little House. A little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe they just like, you know... <laughs> Made it streetwise and cool and just, you know, shortened it a bit. They renamed it to House. Oh, they did? Yeah. It's about a cranky doctor with a cane. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Little House on the Prairie, Electric Boogaloo. Close. I don't know. It's Little House, A New Beginning. Oh, that's right. I normally would have given that to you, but that was a little bit more than Little House. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had done that. So you were wise not to have given that to me. I was. Free jump. Free jump. Yes. Now I get to roll the other die. Get very confused with all the dies. Oh, and I get to go on the jump space here. Let's just bypass 1983. If you jump all the way through this game. <laughs> <laughs> I need a movies question, please. All right. Name three of the four actors who play the lead characters in the newly released movie Stand By Me. Jerry O'Connell was one. That's correct. And uh, Will Wheaton. Also correct. Do I have to name more? One more. Oh, oh, what's his name? One of the Corys, Feldman. That's also correct. Yes. Who is the other one? Do you know? The fourth one? I, you know what? 
I'm embarrassed to say I've never watched that movie. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, it's like one of those movies that you've seen so many scenes from that you think you've seen it, but yeah. I don't th- think I've ever seen it's it. It's a good movie. It's enjoyable. Um, River Phoenix was the other one. That is correct. Yes. So I have to tell you if it happened in 1983. Did that happen in 1983? I'm going to say no. That's right. Oh, yes. So you're into the 84 year now. This actor who plays Dr. Fraser Crane on Cheers is arrested for driving under the influence of illegal drugs. That would be Kelsey Grammer. Okay. Husband of Camille Grammer from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course you know that then. <laughs> You've probably never seen Cheers. <laughs> I saw Cheers. Yeah. Not all of it, but some of it. And I watched quite a bit of Fraser back in the day, but not all of it. I plowed through the entire series of Cheers last year. I remember that. Yeah. I just Wikipedia'd it and <laughs> read the highlights. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to go on the jump space Man, again. you're nailing all these jump spaces. Yes. I am just ripping through the 80s. <laughs> Cutting Crew releases this song that contains the lyrics, Her Diary, It Sits on the Bedside Table, The Curtains Are Closed, The Cat's in the Cradle. Which one is Cutting Crew? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now, I just died in her arms tonight. What what, was that song? I just died in your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. And it did not happen in 1984. That's right. That part we thought was going to be a little bad, but really you got like a one in 10 10? chance. (laughs) Math, everyone. Uh, Who knew we'd have to count? Statistics are involved in this game. (laughs) Hey, Brian, have you used any good Groupons lately? I did. What did you do? Uh, last night, you and I went to a bingo hall. Oh, that means I've used some good Groupons, too. <laughs> yeah. We had these Groupons. We bought them a while ago. A couple months ago. And because of work and just being busy and it being summer and not having time, we haven't been able to go use them because I'm very, very busy. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and they were going to expire on the 11th of this month. Right. And we're going to Vegas, so we can't use them that weekend. Right. So this was the only weekend we could go, so we went. Yes. How did you enjoy it? It was fun. It was a little confusing at first because we got to the counter, we showed them our Groupons, and then they started grabbing bingo cards from like 15 different boxes. They hand you a stack of different kinds of cards with no explanation of what you're doing. (laughs) It's a little, it's it's intimidating. You, You seemed a little stressed at first. I was because here's why. About 10 years ago, I went to Fort McDowell's bingo. Fort McDowell is one of the casinos here. And I went with Kristen and Candy and a bunch of other people. Those people don't mess around. No. I was sitting next to this woman and she was telling me that, you know, I should mark my cards before they start. So it's, it goes faster. And I was like, oh, okay, how do I do that? And so she was explaining to me and she got so frustrated at my slowness that she just grabbed all my cards and started marking them for <laughs> me and then handed them back. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Now I know. So <laughs> I was having a little bit of post traumatic stress okay. when they handed me all those cards because I was like, oh God, I don't know what to do with any of these. <laughs> it's okay because we had a list. We had the schedule for all mm-hmm. the games. It explained on the list like this color card is going to be this type of game. There was also a sheet of paper they gave us yeah. that had like a list of um like like, what was it? like, like an explanation yeah. of like if if you're looking for a six pack, it's yes. six a block of six. Uh-huh. An eight pack is a block of eight. Crazy uh-huh. L, the, the crazy kite. kite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so once we had those down, I'm like, no, it's okay, Brian. Like during the game, you can look up on the board and see everything that's valid. And that's the other thing they had, like the little thing that showed you all the combinations on a screen. Mm-hmm. So that was that was helpful. But then they gave those little tickets that 
they didn't explain like which you know yeah like little packs that you have to tear open and then play them and stuff like that and they didn't tell us about the odds and the evens. Somebody, like one of their workers, saw us. He's like, hey, guys, you may want to fill these out already. Yeah. They could have explained that. But now we've gone, and we know for next time. We know. Because we're going to go again. It was a lot of fun. It really was. We were sitting next to some very joyless people. Yeah, they weren't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't rude. They just weren't friendly. They weren't very friendly. Uh, they were using video screens, which at first I thought was really cool, because I thought, oh, they probably... Like the the cards come up and then you probably touch the numbers when they do that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It they, marks it for you. They mark them for you. And I was like, oh, well, probably then you have to look and see if you get a bingo. Nope. <laughs> it tells you, you you call out bingo yeah, on the next. Like, the lady next to us, she's like, I saw, I looked over at one point and her screen said, touch the screen and yell bingo. Right. Like <laughs> they were just basically sitting there while we, Curtis and I are frantically like getting our daubers out and yeah. like pounding on the paper and everything looking and, for the numbers yeah so it's like they took that that's probably why they're joyless they took all the fun out of bingo <laughs> i had, mean yeah part of the fun of the bingo is searching yeah it's having the troll doll and wishing <laughs> it good luck which we had yes brian got his troll dolls which I was did. fun <laughs> and and using that dauber on the paper smelling the newsprint of the paper that's part of the fun mm-hmm. of bingo it was fun renaming your dauber pam dauber that well, is part of the fun of bingo that was that was you <laughs> <laughs> so the second game of the night you know we're getting into it we're getting a little more comfortable and i'm doing it's just a regular bingo so one of the things was for a valid bingo is to cover the numbers in the corners. So the four corners bingo. Mm-hmm. I was very close. I'm like, oh, look, Brian, I only need this one number to, mm-hmm. to get a bingo. And so the thing they do with the when they draw the balls is they have the video screen, which shows the next number they're going to call. So like the machine has selected the ball. They announce the number and then they pull the ball from the video screen area and then announce it. So you're kind of apprised of what's coming up next you're like one step ahead yeah you're like one step ahead but you can't call it until they call until they actually call the number so i'm there (laughs) and i'm like brian look i only need was 72 or something to win and i'm like there it is there it is it came up on screen i'm like that's next if nobody (laughs) wins i get it and so they called the number while 72 is sitting on the screen waiting to be called and someone goes bingo and i'm like damn it I was so close. And so they verify everything. Like every card has an electronic code on it. Mm-hmm. And then the people running around the floor with the microphone say the number, like the serial number on the card to verify with the machine that it's a valid bingo. And Brian's like, well, maybe it's not a valid bingo. I'm like, yeah, right. It wasn't a valid bingo. Dun, dun, dun. I know. And I'm like, oh, it's my turn next. <laughs> as soon as they announce this number. I'm going to scream bingo. And I did. And he won. And I won. And I was the only one because if there's more than one winner, they split the pot amongst everyone that called bingo. And you won like $100. I won $100 on the second game of the night. So, And you only spent like, what, 15 on the Groupon? Yeah. It was a good deal. It was. <laughs> but it was fun. I used to go play bingo with my grandmother when I was like 11 and 12. So yeah. it had been that long since I played. Funny story. This was actually the second time I played bingo this week. Yeah. <laughs> because one there's a music venue here called crescent ballroom and throughout the month of july they have been playing bingo on wednesdays which is a is a little less stressful than the the normal bingo because it's just they give you a card to play with yes. and you play with like chips on it and everything and the prizes are a lot less expensive they're like you can win concert tickets to crescent ballroom or you can win 
like gift certificates for local merchants for about like ten dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. Our table won four times. I yeah. won, Wendy won, and a couple other people won. Yeah. So I won a gift certificate that I just gave to somebody else's table because I don't need vintage ladies' clothing. <laughs> no, you have plenty already. I know. I am. I'm stocked up on that. <laughs> they also give you a, a a ticket to take to the bar so you yeah. can get your mystery shot. Mm. They had five bottles that said B I N G O, and you didn't know what was in them. Liquor of some sort. Hopefully not GHB. <laughs> No. I picked the B and it tasted like furniture polish. B for it, Brian. It was disgusting. That's why you picked it, isn't it? I did. <laughs> uh, Wendy picked N. She liked hers much more than me. But they won't tell you what it is even after you take it because they don't know. It's probably just all the leftover liquor they had all <laughs> week and they just like poured them all in bottles and like, here's a suicide shot, you know? It's when they're closing out, they just dump everybody's unfinished drinks into. Oh, <laughs> oh don't say that. That's going to make me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fun. And RMC for the bingo at Crescent Ballroom was wearing a jacket covered with trolls. Nice. The people at the regular bingo hall were not. But they were really nice. I, I Oh, yeah. I will totally go back there again. It was so much fun. Plus, the prizes were really good. Like, they had a $1,000 game. They had a $2,000 game. Uh-huh. They had several $225 games. I was happy with my 100 bucks because there were some people that got 50 bucks and mm-hmm. 25 so it was fun. And the fact that I won, you know, made it even more fun. So. Yeah. And then when we were leaving, we were, we went past the smoker's room and the Ugh. doors open and it was like, <sighs> gross. Even though it's a separate closed off room, I could still smell it on me when we left. I yeah. was just like, I went home and took a shower. I'm like, this it, is gross. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. And I liked the people there. They were nice. Yeah. Um, like the, co- the workers there. And they were very helpful. We'll try not to sit next to some joyless people next time. Maybe we can... <laughs> pick some happier folks yeah and the cool part was that all the money that they raise goes to a charity yeah so how awesome is that for profit and they have some big cash prizes well you know when we go to vegas there's going to be some bingo going on oh yeah so all the different podcasts who are there have the opportunity to like contribute to the swag bag Mm -hmm. and last year we made bingo cards for everybody we weren't there but we put bingo cards there so we made new bingo cards for this year bingo 2.0 so whenever you like see people from the podcast or watch their show or whatever you can check off your bingo it's, there's not not going to be prizes no. for that no so. prizes <laughs> it's just for fun it is it's just something nice to it's a nice promotional material do they have bingo parlors in vegas i've never been to vegas so i don't know they have kino which is similar i think is it yeah but there's a lot more numbers i think the only time i went to vegas which was a long long time ago about 10 years ago, I think. I went and played $2 on nickel slots, and I won $400. Nice. And then I stopped playing <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. You're like, I profited. I'm out of here. Yeah, let's go to the buffet now. <laughs> wow, this question's appropriate. What is it? This woman wins the Best Choreography Award for Janet Jackson's music video, Nasty, at the fourth <laughs> annual MTV Video Music Awards. But it's not Janet Jackson. It's whoever choreographed the video. Do you know who did that? I think I do. I think it was Paula Abdul. That's correct. Yay. Yay. Before she went crazy. (laughs) In the newly released movie, I don't like that they're saying newly released. We know these are 80s movies. Right, but I think they mean like within the year I know, or it's whatever. Stupid. It is the game's dumb. In the newly released movie The Blues Brothers, this actor says the line, Who wants an orange whip? Orange whip, orange whip. John Candy. Three orange whips. <laughs> I love that scene. Yep, John Candy. <laughs> I used to watch that movie all the time in college. Like that was like our movie that we watched constantly. That, Beetlejuice, and Hellraiser. 
I've never seen the Blues Brothers. What? I know. <laughs> what? I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing all the way through. All right. I, can you hand me that baseball bat no, over there so no. I can beat you with it? No, it's on my list of shame. I know. It's just, it's never come up. I cannot believe that. People You've feel free got to, to see that movie. Scream at me on Twitter. I don't care. I deserve it. That is it. an amazing, I know. amazing movie. I know. You're dumbfounded, aren't you? (laughs) I'm taking applications for new co-hosts for Game Night Guys. I'll watch it on my phone right now. Prerequisite is you have to have seen Blues Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I was going to get in trouble for saying that. Prince tops the U.S. pop chart with this song that contains the lyric, I want to be your fantasy. Maybe you could be mine. Do you want me to sing it in the style of Prince? I want to be Yeah, I was thinking it's Kiss, right? Yes. Okay. Baby. I was imagining Julia Roberts in the tub (laughs) singing it with her Walkman. Oh, pretty woman. (laughs) That was 80s, right? It was like late 80s, right? Like 87, maybe? Something like that. 88 or 89. Jump. All right, I'm in the jump space. And you rolled movies movies. to jump to 1986. Here is your movies question. Cannonball Run premieres and stars Dom DeLuise as both Victor and this fictional superhero. I never saw Cannonball Run, so what? I have no idea. I'm accepting new applications for a co-host. <laughs> have you seen Cannonball yes, Run? Yes, I have seen Cannonball Run. Why would you Run? see Cannonball Run? Because it's a classic 80s movie. No, no, no. Smokey and the Bandit was a classic 80s movie. Cannonball Run was... Bleh. Well, it had sequels, and so did Smokey and the Bandit, but... true. Um, I have no idea. Captain Chaos. Oh, see, I would have never known that. Dom DeLuise changes into the little, like, mask and cape and goes, dun, 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 Captain <laughs> Chaos. Yeah, I never saw it. <clears throat> was Diane Cannon in Cannonball Run? I believe she was. Did they ever make any Diane Cannon Cannonball Run jokes? I don't know. <laughs> Diane Cannonball? I don't, I don't know. Speaking of her, I have been watching some episodes of Allie McBeal, and she was on there. I totally forgot that she played um, a judge on there. Never seen Allie McBeal. I don't know if it holds up well. I really don't. <laughs> when I watched Sally McBill, I was her age when it was airing. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't know why, but I felt like more connected to it because I was that age. Now I'm much older and watching it. Mm-hmm. And rather than it being like, oh, I want Allie McBill to like find love or whatever. Now it's like, I want that girl to get her shit together. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, find yourself, Allie McBill. <laughs> you aren't seeing any dancing babies anywhere? No. So weird. It was a weird ass show. The Chernobyl nuclear power plant disaster is triggered by an explosion in the reactor with this number. Oh. You know this from your physics, right? I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. know. Three, four. Oh, so close. <laughs> That's so far away. Okay, rolling to see if you jump. Jump in. What about the Van Halen version of Jump? Might as well jump. Jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead and jump. <laughs> Music. <laughs> Maybe it'll be Van Halen question. Maybe. Uh, the album A Very Special Christmas is released, featuring the song I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, performed by this artist. I have this album. I know the answer to this question. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's John Cougar Mellencamp, and it is John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, wait, you mean like those charity ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking 
other Christmas albums. But now <laughs> that you say that, like I do remember that because on the, in the video he brings his little daughter at the time up. Mm-hmm. They sing she, it at the end there. Yeah. Music because I don't want sports. The artist song on the road again wins the award for best country song at the 23rd annual Grammys. So who sang on the road again? Yep. Willie Nelson. He did. I can't get out of 1983. Name two of the three rules necessary for caring for Mogwai <laughs> in the newly released movie Gremlins. Don't get them wet. Correct. Don't expose them to sunlight. Or and, keep them out of the light. And no matter what you do, no matter how much they cry, never ever feed them after midnight. That is correct. <laughs> Why couldn't the Harry Potter game be like these questions? I don't know. Oh, look, you're on the jump space. Jump in. You got me singing that. <laughs> and feel me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll your category oh, yeah. die. Movies. This movie premieres and sees Jason Voorhees don a hockey mask for the first time. Friday the 13th, part two. Three. It was three. Damn it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> mm. Okay, so you're trying to jump to 86. This NBC show featuring movie and TV outtakes debuts with Ed McMahon and Dick Clark as hosts. TV bloopers and practical jokes. That's correct. Did that take place in 1985 when it premiered? Oh, when it premiered? Yes. Oh, I probably have a better chance of saying no, but I kind of want to say yes. Well, yes. No. Oh, fuck. (laughs) But it was 1984, to be fair, so you were. it's very close to that time. It was very close, yeah. All right. Uh, so sometimes you got to take those chances, Sometimes Brian. you got to do that. You got to just, you know, do it. Events. Vanessa Williams, the first African-American to be crowned Miss America, is asked to relinquish her crown when this magazine publishes her nude photographs. Penthouse. Yes. Oh, yay. Did that happen in 1983? Um, I think it did, actually. You are correct. Yay! (laughs) You get to advance to 1984. Yay, roll again! (laughs) That was like a big deal, remember? It was, yeah. Barely. I'm really glad that she, like, got her life, like, back on track. She bounced back from it. Because it was stupid. That was stupid. This movie premieres and features main characters named Daisy, Cat, and Jojo. Oh, you're not going to get this. Daisy, Cat, and Jojo? I don't know. See, what they should have said is this features actors, Julia Roberts, Annabeth Gish, and Lily Taylor. And you might get it. It's not Pretty Woman, is it? No, it's... um, Oh, is it um, Mystic Pizza? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see, I wouldn't have gotten it. Boston hits the number one spot on the U.S. pop chart with this song, which features the lyrics, I'm going to take you by the hand and make you understand... (laughs) Amanda. Yes, Amanda. <laughs> Yay, thank you for that hint. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> did that happen in 1985? No. No, it didn't. It happened in the year you just jumped to. 1986? Mm-hmm. What, what? Aerosmith donates instruments and costumes to the Hard Rock Cafe, which creates this shrine dedicated to the band. So they donated costumes and instruments to a shrine to a different band? No, well, it's to their band. So it's like an Aerosmith-themed shrine inside of the Hard Rock Cafe, and it has this name. Sweet Emotion? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The Aerosmithsonian. Oh, funny. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard of it. I had a roommate once who was a big Aerosmith fan. She probably would have known that. Probably. 
This Seattle Seahawk retires as the NFL's all-time leading receiver. Dirty. Steve Largent. That is correct. Yes. Did that happen in 1984? Oh, I don't think it did. It did not. Yay. You get to go forward to 1985. One good thing about being from the Northwest (laughs) is I knew the answer to that question. (laughs) Moments after President Reagan is shot, this Secretary of State proclaims that he is in charge. Did you hear the air quotes? I did. I saw them too, to be fair. (laughs) Of the White House, even though Vice President George Bush is supposed to temporarily assume the role of president. You said Speaker of the House? Uh Uh-huh. Was that Tip O'Neill? It was not. Oh. It was Alexander Haig. Oh. Tip O'Neill was later in the 80s, wasn't he? Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Club MTV premieres from this dance club. The Palladium? That's correct. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was a total fucking guess. The Palladium. This movie premieres and features a character with a large nose named C.D. Bales. Yeah, that one with uh, Steve Martin? Uh Uh-huh. Was it called Cyrano? No. Okay. What was that called? It had Daryl Hannah. And what was Daryl Hannah's character's name? I don't remember. Roxanne? That's correct. Okay. (laughs) It was like pop, pop, pop. It was right there. Clicking in my head. Yeah. After five seasons as this character, actress Shelley Long makes her last appearance as a regular cast member of Cheers. So what character did Shelley Long play? Diane. Do you know her last name? Diane Cheers. (laughs) Diane Cheers. No, um... Sam Malone and Diane, I don't remember. That's, Cheers is actually very close. Chambers, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I did. I wouldn't have known that. I, you can have it. No. Oh, so you I got get, the first name. So. I'm in 87 now. Oh, we're approaching the end of the decade. 87, go to heaven. Author Fred Worth sues the makers of this board game for copyright infringement after he discovers that much of the game's content is copied from his super trivia books. Trivial Pursuit? Yes. This company first airs a TV commercial where Fred the Baker rolls out of bed in the middle of the night. Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Time to make the donuts. Yeah, it says it on the back of the card. This man, whose first name is Steven, is credited as the producer in the credits of the debut episode of Hunter. I don't know. <laughs> Stephen J. Cannell. Oh, yeah. This actor wins the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role in The Untouchables. I want to say it was Sean Connery. It was. Oh. What year did that happen? I think it happened in 86. I'm going to say no. It happened in 88. So you have to move forward. This group hits number one on the US pop chart with the song, I Want to Know What Love Is. Foreigner. Correct. In the newly released film, Fletch, Erwin Fletch wears this Los Angeles Laker player's jersey while Kareem's in the wash. Oh, man. I haven't seen Fletch in years. I don't know. It's a sports question, essentially. Magic Johnson. Okay. This movie premieres and contains the line, Don't ever invite a vampire into your house, you silly boy. It renders you powerless. Lost Boy? That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Did that happen in 1987? Oh. Um, I'm going to guess that it did. That's correct. Oh. <laughs> in the newly released movie, A Christmas Story... Oh, wait, we did. We played that game. We have played that game. Maybe I know this. Ralphie wants this kind of air rifle for Christmas. A Red Rider BB shotgun thingy? Yeah, you said the name, so. Okay. Red Rider. <laughs> That's correct. Yay! <laughs> this man is sworn in as the United States' 40th president. Reagan? That's correct. This man is the screenplay writer for the newly released movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, fuck if I know. You know his name. 
I do? You do. I'm going to guess that it was John Hughes. No. Oh. Cameron Crowe. Oh, he wrote that? Yep. I did not know that. I did. (laughs) I used to love Singles, the movie he he made. I like that movie because it took place in Seattle. Yeah, but I just, uh, I used to watch and dissect all of it in my head. Like, there's just so many clever things in that movie. I think that's a very underrated movie. I like that. I owned that movie on VHS at one point. (laughs) This group hits the number three spot of the U.S. pop chart with the song, You Got It, The Right Stuff. (gasps) Um, well, their fans call them NKOTB. <laughs> the full name is New Kids on the Block. And was that in 1987? No, it was in 1989, I believe. It was. See, I remembered that. I'm sorry. <laughs> in the newly released movie Brewster's Millions, oh, God. Richard Pryor must spend $30 million in 30 days in order to inherit this amount of money. $300 million? Correct. Yeah. All right. This prime minister becomes the longest-serving British prime minister in the 20th century. Margaret Thatcher? Correct. Ah! Oh. (laughs) Did that happen in 88? So you have a chance here. You could say no. And, you know, you have a big chance. But you could take that risk. The way you're saying that, you make me want to say yes, that it did happen. It did happen in 88. Oh, what are the odds? (laughs) Oh, we're both on 1989. You get to roll again. This group's song, West End Girls, <laughs> tops the U.S. pop chart and the charts in eight other countries. Pet Shop Boys. West End Girls. <laughs> Two. <laughs> what? Okay, now you can't get a jump for this one. A free jump, you mean? Yeah. Okay, so I got to roll. Sports. <laughs> ah, of course it's sports. Why I got this in the be? bag. <laughs> This sport makes its debut as an exhibition sport at the Seoul Olympic Games after an industry-wide push led by Jack Reichert. Reichert. I don't know how to say his name. The CEO of the Brunswick Corporation. Bowling. Motherfucker. <laughs> that is correct. Did it happen in 1989? No. It was in 88. You win the I 80s win. game. <laughs> Oh, I like how you said you had that in the bag, but the word <laughs> Brunswick, that gave it all away. That did give it all away. Ugh. I like this game. I do too, actually. Like, I don't like the mechanics of yeah. it. That kind of frustrates me, but I like the questions were good. The questions are good. They're, Except for the ones we didn't know. They're Yeah. They can do away <laughs> with the advanced category for all I care. Or you could crack open a book sometime and learn well, a little history. Who's got time for that? So yeah, there's the 80s game. Yeah, I enjoyed this game. This actually might be one I would pull out at a, at a gathering. Depending on who was there. Why don't we keep this one then? Okay. So you guys, we've been talking about Pride 48 and our trip to Las Vegas for quite a while now. Yes. It is happening this week. We are leaving on a jet plane. On Thursday. On Thursday. I know. I'm crazy. Lo- I'm looking forward to having like several consecutive days off from work personally. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> so just to remind you, our live show is going to be Saturday, September 7th at 2 p.m. We have an event on Facebook. You can go to our page, facebook.com slash game night guys. Look for the mm-hmm. event. Tell us. You can say that you're going. Mm-hmm. And that is 2 p.m. Pacific time. So if, on the, if you're on the East Coast, that's 5 p.m. And all the times are listed yes. on the Facebook invite. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in Vegas to listen. 
there are going to be a lot of people there, but yeah. you don't have to be there. You can stream it. Um, yeah, you can go to pride48.com and there'll be a little thingy on the website that you can play it right there. Mm-hmm. You can go into the chat room. There'll be a chat room. That's right. And it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to have some special guests on the show oh. playing some games. I'm not saying who. We're going to, we already announced on Twitter that. Uh, we asked Greetings from Nowhere to sing our song. Yes. Because they, they did such a great job of that a few weeks ago, and they said they're going to. Do you think any other podcasts are going to have a live song being introduced? They might. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of shows. There's there is like a lot of shows. 20 some odd shows. I'm it's not sure. A lot going it's on. It's going to be like 100 people there. It's crazy. I know. We also, as Game Night guys, we donated to a raffle. There's a raffle that goes on for Pride 48 because it, it's not free. The mm-hmm. stuff that we're getting isn't free. So they have a raffle to raise money to pay for the stuff like the suite that we get there mm-hmm. and the, the hospitality suite and some other things. We, Game Night guys, contributed a Cards Against Humanity set plus the first and second expansion decks. What? Yeah. That's a cool prize. So it's $5 a ticket for the raffle. So you can do it how much ever you want and you get $5. You don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. So go to pride48.com, click the donate link, donate how much ever you want. And just in the special instructions, write the word raffle. Ah. And if you're not there, then put them that you're not actually there or not. Okay. And you could also probably say that you want to win. That's your first choice of prize. Otherwise, you might get like a 14-inch dildo or horn <laughs> or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> also, I want to let you guys know that uh, Nan from Secretly Timid and I are going to host an hour in the hospitality suite on Sunday, September 8th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, well, how hospitable of you. We are. And we are also going to be introducing one of the shows. Like, oh. we're having a nan riffic weekend while we're there. Precious, precious Nan. <laughs> we love Nan. <laughs> and we love everyone else. I'm looking forward to meeting John. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing Mark and Ed from yeah. It's All About Me again. And Taylor and Taffy. Yeah, Taylor and Taffy are going to be there, and that's going to be fun. Yeah. Just everyone. We're going to get to see Mike. We haven't seen Mike in like a year. Who? Mike Lawson, dumbass. Oh, the <laughs> one that used to be on here before me. Yes. Your friend, Mike. Oh, Mike. <laughs> I haven't seen Mike in a while. We haven't seen him in about a year. Yeah. When he moved. That's right. Hey, and one other thing that we wanted to mention before we leave. Okay. Is that Game Night Guys is now on Instagram. What? Right. So you can go to Instagram and look for Game Night Guys and follow us there. That's right. And we'll be posting photos of this ridiculous game. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us individually. I'm Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm Cecil Jean. Just like our Twitters. Yeah. And uh, you can see all the photos there and we'll follow you back. I can't believe I won this game and with a sports question. I know. Do you feel like extra proud because it was a sports question? Well, I mean, that coupled with the fact that I answered another sports question earlier in the game. You're so butch. I know, right? Girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cecil Jean. And I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you're invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye. See you in Vegas. 
I know. I've totally been texting with Taylor for like a week now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be the spit roast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> 